Hello, my friend, and welcome to Wisdom Trek. I am Guthrie Chamberlain, your guide to wisdom and creating a living legacy. Thank you for joining us for our five-day-per-week wisdom and legacy-building podcast. We are broadcasting from our studios at the Big House in Marietta, Ohio. This is day 998 of our trek, and it is time for our Philosophy Friday series. Each Friday, we will ponder some of the basic truths and mysteries of life and how they can impact us in creating our living legacy. As we continue on this trek that we call life, sometimes we have questions about life. So our Friday trek is a time where we can ask Gramps. Gramps will answer our questions that you'd like to ask your dad or granddad, but for whatever reason, this is not possible. No matter how old we are, I know that all of us would like the opportunity to ask dad or Gramps questions about many areas of life. Understanding ourselves better and how others may interpret life through their paradigm will allow us to interact with each other with more love and compassion. This can be achieved by utilizing a profound tool called the Enneagram. The tool that we refer to as the Enneagram is a circle with nine interconnected points. Ennea refers to nine and Graham refers to a drawing. Check out today or a prior week's wisdom journal for a representation of it. I've also included in today's wisdom journal a copy of the Enneagram at a Glance, which was compiled by Suzanne H. Eller. If you'd like a PDF copy of it, click on the link in today's Wisdom Journal located on the website at wisdom-trek.com. And for additional insight, I recommend a book called The Road Back to You, written by Ian Morgan Cron and Suzanne Stabile. It is an excellent book about an Enneagram journey to self-discovery from a Christian perspective. We have concluded our deep dive into the nine personality types, which are the reformer, the helper, the achiever, the individualist, the investigator, the loyalist, the enthusiast, the challenger, and the peacemaker. Starting this week, we will begin a series of episodes on the type combinations. What are the potential relationship benefits and issues with each combination? Covering all the 45 different potential type combinations will take several weeks, but will prove to be valuable in understanding each other, regardless of what type you are or what type those whom you interact with each day are. Since we are exploring the Enneagram in detail, I would also recommend reading the Wisdom Journal each Friday to see the diagrams presented each week. As helpful as the Enneagram is, keep in mind though, it is still only a tool and cannot replace nor usurp the precepts that are found in God's Word. We are all responsible for the decisions and the actions that we make every day, and those decisions and actions must be in harmony with God's precepts. So the question for the next several weeks is, Hey Gramps! Why do people act or react to situations and circumstances in life so differently? How can I gain wisdom to better understand myself and others so that I can love, serve, and minister to them on a deeper level? So today we're going to start our journey on the Enneagram type combinations. And the first one is the Enneagram type 1, the Reformer, with an Enneagram type 1, the Reformer. What each type brings to the relationships. As with all double type relationships, Two Enneagram ones bring the same general qualities to each other. Therein lies a main source of attraction as well as one of the main pitfalls of this pair. Two ones will be concerned about fairness, truthfulness, keeping agreements, schedules, consistency, and treating the other with respect and dignity. Work and taking care of responsibilities will tend to come first, with play and pleasure taking a backseat to this couple. Vacations and leisures, partying and recreation will all be fitted in after the more important things are accomplished. Each will feel like, and take the role of, the adult in most situations, 
making for a highly competent, rational approach to life and problem solving. In their dealings with each other, as well as with their family and friends, two ones will want to be objective and reasonable, fair and truthful above all else, and will seek these qualities in others. They create an atmosphere of clarity and precision in which their own interactions and each other and with their family and friends feel clean, not sticky or sentimental or loaded with unspoken ulterior motives. The double one pairing is often created and sustained by shared ideals as well as a desire to put those ideals into practice. Both ones are typically people who have solid convictions which they enjoy talking about, often with noteworthy articulousness and passion. They also typically have a certain strength of character and a degree of wisdom, which both admire in each other. They could not bear being in a relationship with someone they did not respect and whose character is not sterling. Ones bring their hard-earned wisdom to others above all by fighting for tolerance, dignity, and the rights of everyone. But what are some potential trouble spots or issues between two ones? Both ones are governed by our strong sense of right and wrong, as well as a sense of responsibility, giving them a feeling of self-restraint and tendency to feel responsible both for themselves and for everyone else in their lives, including the quality of their relationship itself. There can be a noticeable tone of formality in this combination, with their reluctance to say or do anything that would be undignified or out of keeping with their sense of propriety and appropriateness. They will have little tolerance for sloppiness, error, or whatever they defined as childish behavior in anyone. Irritation and condescending sarcasm are how they express anger with each other, occasionally exploding into a litany of long-standing grievances that have been loaded into their mental account books. Easily frustrated by mistakes or lapses in themselves, they are equally aware of the shortcomings with each other. Average ones can begin to make the other into a perpetual unfinished improvement project, although two ones may well find it too uncomfortable to treat each other in this manner. They may strike an unspoken deal with each other, in which the main criticisms are directed toward others and toward social problems instead. They may bond with each other by becoming indignant about issues and, and foolishness of others. They may thus climb atop Olympus together and look down on the world from their privileged, condescending vantage point. Depending on the level of health, double one couples tend to find few people who measure up to their high standards, with the result that there will be fewer social interactions and increasing self-imposed isolation. Some eccentricity and strange habits, both personally and as a couple, can result as they withdraw more completely from most human connections. Two ones can begin to feel that they are all that they need in the world but it can begin to be a cold, unforgiving world as they also begin to barely tolerate each other. The next combination is an Enneagram Type 1, the Reformer, with an Enneagram Type 2, the Helper. What each type brings to the relationship. Enneagram Type 1 and 2s are complementary couples since they both offer the other examples of their own qualities. Both types are highly dutiful and are attracted to service roles and occupations. Both may be teachers, ministers, or healthcare workers who have long hours and many responsibilities. One and two couples are often professionals whose work takes them out of the house and requires the focus of their attention to be on the needs of others, not on their relationship itself or even on themselves personally. People in this kind of relationship are often unusually mature and independent and are able to obtain their emotional needs from a variety of people and connection, including their professional ones. 
They bring high ideals, strong ethical standards, and the desire to serve others into the relationship itself, keeping the relationship strong and in touch with their solid values and practical perspectives. This relationship is built around shared values. Both are on the path of some kind together. Twos bring the nurturing and the feelings that ones do not easily allow for themselves, and they help ones to soften and relax. On the other hand, ones bring the integrity, conscientiousness, responsibility, and consistency. They are steady, reliable, and truthful. Ones commit strongly, which makes the twos feel secure and that they won't be abandoned. Further, twos bring warmth, a concern with people, and a willingness to make exceptions to the rule for individuals that are in need. They are aware of suffering and work hard and generously to alleviate it whenever they can. Twos are more convivial and can warm up the one's more typically reserved exterior, which most ones are glad to have it happen. But what are some of the potential trouble spots between ones and twos? For as concerned about the needs of others that ones and twos typically are, ironically, they tend not to be very aware of their own needs or able to express them easily. Ones feel that their life is serious business and that work must always come before play. The lower impulses of self must be held tightly in check. Twos feel that they must take care of everyone else's needs before they are allowed to have needs themselves. Life is about serving others and making themselves useful so that others will need them and want to have them in their lives. Both ones and twos, therefore, find it difficult to talk about what they are actually feeling, what is actually going on in their relationship, and what they actually want. In this kind of relationship, there's often ulterior motives and unstated agendas, and no one is able to admit that they are not getting what they want, much less that they might not even be happy or fulfilled. For both ones and twos, getting what they want feels selfish and forbidden. Ones can begin to feel disappointed by the twos' tendency to give so much of themselves to others and to be so unregulated regarding their time and attention. Twos can seem to ones to be everywhere else serving on yet another committee, but in their home or at their job, they're not really fulfilling their primary responsibilities. On the other hand, twos can see that ones are too impersonal and unconcerned about others, not sympathetic or charitable enough. They can begin to be disappointed in the reality of one's idealism, thinking that ones may love humanity, but they have little real compassion for real people. Ones can be uncomfortable with twos' effusiveness and need for contact. Twos can be uncomfortable with one's sarcasm and irritability. Both will simmer with their anger, but will slowly but eventually lead to escalating arguments. Both can begin to become condemnatory and critical of, of others, and the relationship drifts apart. We'll go on to the next type combination now. The Enneagram Type 1, the Reformer, with the Enneagram Type 3, the Achiever. What each type brings to the relationship. Enneagram 1s and 3s are both competent, serious-minded, and idealistic. This is a highly task-oriented relationship, with both partners driven to hard work and to be intensely aware when, individually or collectively, that they are not measuring up to their own expectation and high standards. Both parties can bring selflessness, self-discipline, and good work habits, and the ability to put aside their personal feelings for the sake of the objective good that needs to be done. Both types are used to working so hard that they often succeed, garnering admiration from those around them and attaining places of leadership and responsibilities. The one and three combination can be dazzling accomplished, high energy, extraordinarily competent, and impressive both individually and collectively. They both strive after excellence, 
both as an ideal and something to personally embody. Sometimes they succeed so well that this pairing virtually glows with self-confidence and the thrill of their own talents. They strive to make each other proud of them, someone the other can look up to and show off to their family and friends. They enjoy planning and organizing their lives, dividing up their responsibilities after seeing who is objectively better at each task. Both thrive on respect and give each other personal space. There are only two other equally goal-oriented pairings, and that is the one with one combination and the three with three pairing. Although since both types are the same pairing, they typically have blind spot to their combinations that they will need to be aware of. Because the one and the three is a mixed pair, this produces a powerful correlation that is capable of dealing both with ideals and practical matters. They will try to solve problems in a relationship by discussing the issues involved since neither like emotionally charged bickering or unresolved issues. Ones help threes to be more grounded and realistic. Threes help ones to stretch themselves and not to be so perfectionistic. They are both industrious and persistent, efficient and concerned with excellence and with making a real difference in the world. But what are the potential trouble spots or issues between ones and threes? If the relationship gets into trouble, it is often over time commitments, lack of emotional attachment to each other, and the creeping sense of competition. Further, ones tend to find threes too workaholic, pragmatic, and too concerned with image and with their reputation rather than with principles. Ones can see threes as tending to cut corners on ethical matters, willing to exaggerate or fudge the truth in order to achieve what they are after. They can also become critical of threes if they change their goals pragmatically, dropping efforts or switching positions when something does not work out for them. Ones may also have issues with threes attempting to reinterpret ethical questions and with not owning up to their own personal behavior, including the behavior regarding fidelity in the relationship itself. On the other hand, threes tend to find ones too rigid and judgmental in their attitudes and inflexible in various areas. While threes generally value one's organizational abilities and ability to get things done, threes can also feel that ones are too narrow-minded and methodical, too perfectionistic and focused on details rather than results. Threes may also have issues with ones about feeling that they are being stifled or judged for their attitudes and for their actions. Threes thrive on praise, but stressed ones are unable to give any credit to themselves, much less to anyone else. Three sees one's critiques of them as nitpicking and time-wasting. Eventually, three start avoiding ones, triggering one's abandonment issues, and this turns into more anger and criticism. Both will gradually lose respect for the other, one's losing respect for three's integrity, and three's losing respect for one's effectiveness. An open break can occur, but if both find the relationship useful, it can endure as a professional marriage without much passion, but, but because it is useful to both parties for their continued professional success and personal status. Well, that covers the first three out of 45 possible type combinations. We will continue each week to look at three additional combinations as we work our way through the numbers. Regardless of your personality type and the personality type that those you interact with, either in person or online, we must follow God's word as we are told in John chapter 13, verses 34 and 35. So now I am giving you a new commandment. Love one another. Just as I have loved you, you should love each other. Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. And also in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. 
Join us again next Friday as we explore further the Enneagram on our Ask Ramp episode. We will continue to explore type combination and how best to maintain meaningful and productive relationships with each other. The information that we discover will allow us to unlock who we are as we travel on this trek of life and discover more about ourselves and others as we impact God's kingdom. I know that you'll find these insights interesting, practical, and profitable in living a rich and satisfying life. Our next trek will be Meditation Monday, where we will help you to reflect on those most important areas of life. So encourage your friends and family to join us and to come along with us on Monday for another day of Wisdom Trek, Creating a Legacy. If you'd like to listen to in the past 997 daily treks or read the associated journals, they are all available at wisdom-trek.com. And I encourage you to subscribe to Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts so that each day's trek will be downloaded to you automatically. And thank you so much for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor, but most importantly, I am your friend as I serve you through the Wisdom Trek Podcast and Journal each day. And as we take this trek of life together, let us always live abundantly, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, learn continuously, lend to others generously, lead with integrity, and then leave a living legacy each day. I am Guthrie Chamberlain, reminding you to keep moving forward. Enjoy your journey and then create a great day every day. See you on Monday.